Hi, my name is Aquila Hicks, also known as Coach Q. I'm a believer, wife, and a mom of three, and a certified life and health coach who absolutely loves coaching women on living a more joyful life. I once was an overwhelmed mama and wife suffering from severe postpartum depression and anxiety, and it wasn't until I began chasing after wisdom that I learned how to truly enjoy life. Like Proverbs 317 states that wisdom will lead you to a life of joy and peace. Guess what? I'm continuing to chase after wisdom, and I'm bringing you right along with me, teaching you everything that I've learned and that I'm continuing to learn so that you too can have a life of joy, abundance, beauty, and balance. So get ready to be enlightened, empowered, and inspired. Grab your favorite cup of coffee, get cozy. This is the Ladies After Wisdom Podcast. Hello. And welcome to the Ladies After Wisdom podcast. This is Aquila, also known as Coach Q. Today, I am going to share with you the one thing, the one thing that you can do that will decrease your anxiety, that would eliminate stress, that will increase your joy, deepen your connection with God, calm you down in moments of frustration and chaos, strengthen your relationships, and also help you stop the cycle of overthinking. If you want to know what that one thing is, you're in luck because I'm going to tell you today. Okay. (laughs) But first I love to share a story. And so that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to share a story first, roughly about, I don't know, about six to seven years ago, I was my seven-year-old son at the time he was seven. He wanted a bath so bad. But this day was just busy for me, okay? And this day that we had, I had um, just started back working um, in the airline industry. My husband was working the restaurant. You know, kids had school. It was just busy. So I was just hoping he would take a shower and that we would get back to our normal day. But no, he wanted to take a bath and he kept pressing it and pressing it and pressing it. And so I'm like, okay, you know what? While he's in the bathtub, I can do, check some emails, do what I got to do and everything's going to be all good, right? Okay, so then my nine month old, and that was Solomon at the time, uh, he was nine months, you know, he was begging for the bath too. So I put my work aside, I put my computer down and I was also blogging at the time. So I put this stuff aside and I was like, okay, let me put them in the bath. I can kind of like do two things at one time. Let me do this, get this done. So I ran their bath water. I put them in the bath and all the while, while they're in the bath, I'm sitting on the toilet, watching them sitting on the toilet, doing work. Okay. I'm sitting there watching them, you know, enjoy this bath time, them playing. And I'm, I'm responding back to emails, trying to trade shifts, all that good stuff. Right. Well, I got a moment where I just glimpsed over and I looked and I saw those two laughing and joking and playing in that water, throwing bubbles on each other, putting bubbles on each other's face and noses and all that stuff. And it was almost like I got this spiritual tap on the back that said, Quilla, put all that stuff away and go enjoy your children. And that's exactly what I did. I closed up my computer. I put my stuff to the side and I knelt down beside the tub and I started playing with them in the water, you know, splashing them with water. But in that moment, all of my anxieties, my anxiousness for, you know, trading my schedule, whatever it was, you know, the anxieties of the day of work tomorrow, they just kind of, they dissipated as I was just playing with my kids. So what is that number one thing? It's not 
just playing with your kids. <laughs> the number one thing is focusing on the present moment. It's just staying in the present moment. That's it. In society, in a culture today where we move so fast, we got so much going on from work to families to to businesses. And and I can attest to it, you know, I'm guilty of it. Uh, Life can be so busy and so many other things can seem so important. But what is more important than the present moment? What is more important than what is before you? We struggle as a culture, as society to... um, appear as though everything else, deadlines and, and work and all of that. But the truth is what really is important is what's in front of us in that moment, because we can gain so much wisdom. We can get so much insight. And in that present moment is where the peace is in that present moment is where the joy is in that present moment is where love and and grace, you know, all of that, you know, in the word of God, it says that grace is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. It's for today. That grace is for today. And so many of us is running over into tomorrow. Before I get into all the good stuff of how to um, stay in the present moments, the benefits of staying in the present moment, with I, which I just shared with you, I want to share a scripture with you that I know that I've mentioned before on my podcast, and it's Luke 10. It's in Luke 10, and it's where Mary and Martha, uh, they, Jesus came over to visit them, and I believe unexpectedly. And so Martha was busy trying to clean the house, kind of cook, trying to do so much other stuff. And Mary sat at Jesus's feet, just listening to him and uh, soaking in all that wisdom and all that grace and that love and that knowledge. While Mary, Mary was busy with so many other things, just was anxious and thinking about so much other stuff. And she didn't get the opportunity and the time to sit there and enjoy Jesus, right? And so Martha came to Jesus and was like, hey, you don't see Mary, can you get Mary to help me? I'm doing all this stuff for myself. And so Jesus looked at her and he was like, no, Mary is doing the right thing. She's focusing on the most important thing. You know, how many times have you in your life had the most important thing in front of you? You've had someone you loved, you've had your children, you've had your spouse in front of you. And you love them dearly. However, you are thinking about deadlines. You're thinking about what has to be done. You're thinking about all this stuff in the future. There's a quote, and I hope that I get this right. There's a quote that says that if you are thinking about the past, then you're having depressive and you're having sad thoughts because you're thinking about, you know, what you could have done to make things better or or change the outcome, A, B, C, D, E, F, whatever. And if you're thinking about the future, you're having anxious thoughts because you are thinking about um, what's to come or what if and, and, and all that, the possibility, good or bad of everything that's coming. But the present moment is the only place where you will find peace because that's where God is. That's where literally your sanity is in this present moment. <laughs> in this present moment and enjoying all of that of what's right in front of you, right? If you're listening to this podcast, I I get many listeners who's, you know, riding in their car and we're going somewhere. So we're multitasking, right? I've even gotten a listener (laughs) who has shared with me that, you know, she was, you know, in the bathtub listening to my podcast and, and that's all good. But how often have you listened, if not just to this podcast, but a podcast in general, where you were doing absolutely nothing? 
absolutely nothing but just relishing and enjoying the moment that you're in and just doing one thing at a time and enjoying that one thing that you have in front of you. In front of me right now, of course, is my podcast and I'm recording my video and my audio for my podcast and what sits before me is my podcast. So that's my focus. However, I got my kids upstairs I got my husband upstairs, and I got so many other tasks like this video right now is focused on me. But however, you have not seen my office, okay, as I was trying to throw things around because this has been my first video in a long time. And I'm and and I can focus on that. Think about the cleanup that I have to do afterwards. What I'm trying to say is what we have in front of us is the most important thing. Relishing in that moment, enjoying that moment, loving that moment. Uh a couple of days ago, I had my, uh, my sons, my sister, me, one of my sisters and my mom, we literally live not even a mile from one another. We're in the same complex kind of sort of same community. And I told my boys after my husband had got done cooking dinner, he cooked my favorite meal, which is okra. I asked them to go ahead and uh, take my mom a plate and they rode their bikes over there by themselves, took her a plate. And uh, my son FaceTimed me when she got there, when they got there. And when he FaceTimed me, I, I looked, I saw the the joy and the excitement on my mom's face. She's such a good person um, that focuses on the present moment. When she has us in front of her, when she has her family, her grandkids, I, I literally feel oftentimes like I'm the only person in the world because she's so, so good at, uh, giving us that attention and, and, you know, really good at just focusing on that one person that's in the room, if that makes sense. And I find that that older generation, that, that baby boomer generation, although I make fun of them sometimes about electronics and cell phones, all that stuff, I find that the baby boomer generation is often pretty, is decent with this being able to sit in the present moment. You know, maybe our thoughts may be elsewhere, but they're able to sit in that moment, enjoy who is in front of you. Absolutely. So let's just shout out to the the to the baby boomers. If my mom is listening, I know she's having a, a proud moment of where I'm I'm <laughs> putting my hands up to that generation because I'm always messing with her about not, you know, having the FaceTime all the way up to the nose, you know, as anybody else, their parents, you know, or, or even you where you're, you're FaceTiming and you literally have the, the camera all the way up to your face where we can't see your whole face, you know, but that's another podcast for another day. <laughs> I want to share with you now, uh, how to be in the present moment. Okay. So maybe you're like, Coach Q, my life is so chaotic. I got a lot going on. There's a lot for me to balance. There's just a lot that I'm dealing with right now. I can't possibly uh, discipline and focus on being in the present moment. I got so much going on. Well, let me be honest with you. You you can not not focus on the present moment. It's 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 the betterment for your mental health, your emotional health, your spiritual health, and even your physical health. The more that you focus on the future, the more that you're focusing on everything that's going on and the chaos of life, you are just 
borrowing from the future. You're borrowing energy from the future. You're, you're borrowing. Um, there's no better way than I could say it, but energy for the future. And you're, you're literally taking everything you got for today and you're borrowing a little bit of tomorrow's. So you can't, you can't leave that as a choice. You have got to make a decision to focus on the present moment, at least practice it a couple of times a day. Okay. So let's dive into it. So bottom line is your life is not too busy or, 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 uh, too overwhelming or, or too hectic. No one's life is that, that crazy that you can't take a moment or two to just focus on the present moment. Okay. So how do you focus on the present moment? You literally just pay attention to your breath. That's the first place. That's the first step. And to be honest, um, a little scientific fact here is you can't focus on two things at one time. You can't. And so as you are thinking about your breath, as you are focusing on your breath going in and out, guess what? You really can't think about anything else, all right? It's just that we've allowed our brains to go haywire. We've allowed ourselves to um, have all this chaos up here that we don't really think that we can control it. But the truth is you do have control over your mind. You just gotta practice it more and more, all right? But the first step to um, being able to step into the present moment is just taking a moment and literally closing your eyes and focusing on your breath. It's that simple. And taking some deep breaths in and focusing on those deep breaths out, that's staying in the present moment. The second thing is, is just to put your feet on the ground, feel your feet on the carpet or in the grass or on, on your hardwood floors, whatever it may be, and just grounding yourself in that moment to realize where you are who's around you and what you're doing. Taking a moment to just breathe in uh, the smells and the scents around you, you know, is the, is the dryer going and, or the washing machine, you're able to smell that gentle scent of that, that fabric softener that you put in, you know, a lot, a lot of times we have such beautiful aromas and fa fragrances in our surroundings, but because we're moving so fast, we don't get the opportunity to really enjoy it the way that we could. Okay. Another way to step into the present moment is to, I hate to say close, lie down and close your eyes if you're able to, uh, because oftentimes you can doze right on off to sleep, right? Um, I could be guilty to that. So <laughs> if wherever you are, if you can just close your eyes and once again, tap into your senses, you know, smelling, and uh, tasting, you know, what, what's the last taste you had in your mouth? You know, what's the last thing you've eaten? You know, what are you hearing? When you close your eyes, for some reason, all those other senses get really heightened. And so you take a moment and just appreciate those sentences, those senses that you do have. All right. So first thing is to ground yourself, just put your feet on the floor, touch something with your hands, you know, this notebook that I have in front of me, really um, experiencing how it feels, the smoothness, the heaviness of it. Also, if you are, let's say you're at your office and you're at work and it's just a stressful day, an overwhelming day. If you just take off your shoes and, and put your feet on the ground, literally socks too, socks too. All right. 
and put your feet on the ground and feel the earth beneath you, feel the, the textures beneath you, all right? Just taking a moment to ground yourself, all right? Second way is to focus on your breaths. So you want to breathe in and breathe out and just focus just on your breathing, your inhaling and your exhaling. And if you can do that, honestly, for 30 seconds, a minute, Oh my goodness, the power that it can give you. And then lastly, you want to be able, you guys, I almost forgot my third one, my Lord. So I said, <laughs> so I said um, you want to ground yourself. You want to breathe. And then you want to close your eyes. That's the third one, you guys. Close your eyes. And you want to just let all those other senses heighten, okay? Close your eyes. And if you can do it while you're sitting up, Rather than laying down, it'll stop you from going to sleep, you know, but if you sit up, just close your eyes and think about all of your other senses, you know, your ears, what are you hearing? You know, your, your taste buds, what's the last thing you ate? Was it good? You know, if you got gum in your mouth, just uh, realizing the, the texture and the intensity of the mint flavor, whatever it may be, taking a moment and just really pressing into the present moment. I'm going to talk to you once again about those benefits and why they are benefits and how it brings about those benefits. All right. Also, lastly, being your present moment is just whoever is in front of you enjoying that person. As a flight attendant, uh, I see people all the time and I'm guilty to it too. When we travel, the first thing that we do is we hop on our cell phones, our electronic devices, or we, we open books, right? And so we got two other people next to us, but very, very um, rarely do I see people who don't know each other bringing about a conversation with one another, but there is so much we can learn if we just you know, spark up those conversations. Um, one way, this is just a side note, one way when I see passengers dealing and battling with anxiety during flight, oftentimes I will let them know to spark up, spark up a conversation with someone who is next to them. All right. And you'll be amazed at how many people are really open to have a conversation because someone always has something on their mind and, and loves to give their opinion about something. So great conversations, uh, is a great distraction for anxiety as well. Okay. But that is a key and oftentimes I will, if the passenger doesn't have anyone next to them, I'll very easily uh, have a conversation with them uh, myself so that they are able to be distracted from the anxiety of uh, the anxiety that they have within themselves about the flight. So that's just a, that's just a little nugget for you. Also, lastly, I want to uh, encourage you, those who are in front of you, your grandkids, your children, your spouse, spark up conversations with them and enjoy this moment with them. My kids are 20, 13, and eight. And um, I literally remember like giving birth to them yesterday, right? Time goes by so, so fast. My, my daughter, my only girl left me with all these boys in the house. And even the dog is a boy. And 
Uh, she's across the country in college, so proud of her. But I remember when I was pregnant with her and it just seemed like yesterday, you know, these moments that we get with those that we love, we take, we often take them for granted because, you know, tomorrow comes so fast, but I want to encourage you to just enjoy your kids in front of you, enjoy your grandkids in front of you, enjoy those relationships that you have in front of you. There are so many cool and unique people that I have come across in such a short period of time. And I've enjoyed those small conversations. And I challenge myself to spark up those conversations so that I can gain some wisdom, learn something new, right? And you never know who you're sitting next to. Even your coworker that you may have been working five, 10 years with. If you don't often have conversations with them, spark up one, just enjoy the moment that you are in. Okay. And I shared some of the benefits of the present moment with you uh, at the beginning of the podcast, but I want to share them with you a little bit more now. And being in the present moment, it reduces anxiety. That's because you're focusing on the now. Okay. It also, it has you feeling more confident. Guess what? Because you're not comparing yourself to anyone else. You are focusing on right now. That's it. You're focusing on you in this moment, your gifts, your beauty, all that's around you. And you're not paying attention to what's on social media or uh, what's going on across the street, but literally paying attention to what is going on before you. Okay. It decreases stress once again, because you're not focused on the future. You're not even focused on the many, many tasks that you have to do. You're literally focusing on one thing at a time. All right. How does the present moment strengthen your relationship? Well, it strengthens your relationship because you are focusing on that person. You're giving that person the attention the respect, the value, the time that they truly deserve. Anyone who is sitting in your company deserves your full attention, to be honest. And that includes our kids, our grandkids. That includes our um, just friendships. And so often we pick up these devices that we're so addicted to and we forget about these important relationships in front of us. And the way to cultivate these healthier and stronger relationships is to start spending time in them. You get what I'm saying? And to realize that what's on our phones, what's on TV, what's on our computers is not more important than what's sitting in front of us, okay? Next, it breaks the cycle of overthinking. You can only think about one thing at a time. So if you are focused on the present moment, guess what? You're not thinking about what you said to someone yesterday that sounded weird and uh, and it may have been embarrassing, or you're not thinking about this thing or this speech or something that you got coming up tomorrow. If you're focused on right now and what you have before you, it stops you. It literally pauses you from overthinking anything, Okay. All right. And then it increases resilience. Okay. In the present moment, it allows you to focus on your strengths, right? And, and when you're in this moment, you can begin to think about all the good things about you, because trust me, there are a lot of good things about you. You just may not acknowledge them because you're so hard on you. All right. But 
Resiliency is being able to bounce back up from challenges and hardships. And when you are in the moment, when you are in this present moment and you're full of gratitude and you're having this connection with yourself and this deepening, you are learning and connecting with your strengths and you're realizing your strengths, right? And that helps you to be resilient. It helps you to know that you're strong enough, that you are brave enough, that you are wise enough, all right? Next, it brings more joy, all right? Now we realize that happiness comes from happenstance, things that happens throughout life, different happenings. We buy a new car, we're happy in the moment, okay? We uh, go to an event, we're happy in the moment, right? Joy comes from an awareness of who and whose you are, right? And in that moment of where you are just pausing, and acknowledging who and whose you are, just relishing once again in the present moment that joy begins to flood in. Because once again, you're not stepping into sadness of the past, nor are you jumping into the anxieties of the future, but you are standing in this moment that God has given you, right? And some others who are long gone does not have this present opportunity right now to be able to breathe, to be able to see the stars and the moon, to be able to experience the sun, the wind on their face, and you get that. And by knowing and being able to experience in that moment who and whose you are, it increases your joy. And then lastly, but most importantly, it deepens your connection with God, all right? Everything that is living, everything that is breathing, everything that has movement has God in it. All right. As you sit in the time to appreciate being able to sit in the power of all that is living and good, you get this deeper connection with God. As you are sitting and you are quieting yourself to focus on all the good stuff, to focus on what's sitting before you, to focus on the senses that only God is giving you, right? you build a deeper connection with God. Many times we believe that by doing, 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 we we develop our character, that we develop, we develop our, a deepened relationship with God. But the truth is just by being and quieting ourselves, we can hear from him so much more, so much more. All right, you all. So here we go. Those sitting in the present moment, focusing on the present moment. And it, it don't ha- you don't have to sit in a present moment for five to 10 minutes, not at all. Just 30 seconds, 60 seconds, a couple of times a day will also increase your positivity, increasing positive thoughts and increasing your overall demeanor because it is literally you escaping the chaos of the world. Oftentimes, uh, life, work, family, it can be chaotic. It really can, but you have the power. You literally have the power not to, you can be amongst chaos, but still not be chaotic. All right. You can be amongst drama, but still not be dramatic. All right. You have the power to change what you're thinking and you have the power to change how you behave as well. All right. So you all, I hope this was a true, true blessing to you. Absolutely. I'm hopeful that you will take this week ahead of you and tap into the present 
present moment and that you will enjoy the relationships that's in front of you, that you will enjoy the power of God that sits in front of you. And then you'll also just love on yourself, love on yourself and enjoy all the beauty that you have within you. All right, you all let me pray for you. Okay. Prioritizing you is the bridge to fulfilling your purpose and calling that God has on your life. But you can't prioritize you the right way until you learn how to get out of your own way. As a certified transformation life coach and my sister, Nikita, a mental health therapist, we work together within the Joyful Blueprint Academy, an online mentorship and coaching program that I created to help women get out of their own way and overcome their fear, gain the confidence and clarity needed to pursue their purpose. To have at your fingertips the powerful combination of a life coach and therapist empowers you to start pursuing your purpose and get out of your own way so much more quickly. If you're ready to start taking action, if you're ready to invest in yourself, if you are ready to start pursuing your purpose with confidence and clarity, I want you to click the link below or go to joyfulblueprint.com to get started. Heavenly Father, we come to you today and we thank you so much. We give you the glory, the honor, the praise. We just thank you for all the blessings that you have given us. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to reach so many people, being able to reach so many women, Lord God. And I thank you for helping us reach our goal of helping a million women reach balance and joy in their lives, Lord, just cultivating that wisdom. Lord God, we pray for the woman today who is full of anxiety, who's full of anxiousness, or maybe Lord, she's even full of depressive, sad thoughts because she's thinking about the past, or she's full of that anxiety because she's thinking about all the what ifs of the future. We pray father that you bring her, her, your love to her attention, that you bring your grace to her attention, bring your peace to her attention. Lord God, let her focus on the joys and the beauty of rights of what is before her. Father, let her show all the bless, show her all the blessings that she has that you have bestowed upon her because we know that it is so many. Lord God, we pray for those women who are going after their goals, going after their dreams, but it's gotten hard, Lord. Lord, we pray for them that they may not give up, that they take all of those what ifs, Father, and they turn it into good what ifs, not what if it goes wrong or what if I run out of energy, what if, but what if everything works out? What if it happens and it turns out better than I thought? Lord God, we are believing for the good. And we know that every good and perfect gift, Father, comes for you, comes from you. Father God, as we walk this week, as we love this week, as we have connections with people this week, we pray above all that people see your love in us, less of us and more of you throughout our lives. Lord, we pray that you bless us to live, to stay, to operate in the present moment, to focus on the blessings that you have before us. And in Jesus name, Lord God, we plead Psalm 71 over everyone that's listening, believing that you are our refuge and our strength, Lord, protecting us from the dangers, Lord, believing that you have angels guarding over us. And in Jesus name, we pray. Amen. All right, you all, we, I thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You all, if you have not become a part of the Joyful Blueprint Academy, where you can gain, where you will gain more balance, where you will gain more joy and ultimately just live a joyful and abundant life. You know, there's some things that we got to unlearn 
in order to really live a joyful life. There's some things, there's some habits we got to come out of. And oftentimes we need support. We need accountability to get there. And so within the Joyful Blueprint Academy, myself, Coach Q, and also my sister, Nikita, who is a mental health therapist, we work together with women, helping them get out of their own way to build healthy relationships with themselves and others, as well as crush goals and gain that balance in their life. If you feel like your life is chaotic, your thoughts are chaotic, you feel like your world is chaotic, it is, you're not meant to, to, you don't have to live a life that way. You could have a life that's full of joy, peace, abundance. Trust me, I have been there before with that chaotic life and chaotic thoughts, and you don't have to stay there. You know, grab a halt to the life raft that we're offering, grab a hold to the help that we're offering. If you need more information or want more information, go ahead and go to joyfulblueprint.com or you can always email me at coachq at ladiesafterwisdom.com. Also, lastly, we have a workshop within the Joyful Blueprint Academy once a month and Nikita and I have decided to open up the doors to anyone who would like to join this private workshop. If you're interested in the Joyful Blueprint Academy, you just haven't taken steps, you got some questions for me and Nikita, you're, you, um, you're ready to take some action, you, you just got a couple more questions, you know what, and, and trust me, being a part of this workshop, no one's going to uh, twist your finger or anything like that. It's just you, an opportunity to get amongst a group of women who are crushing goals, who are doing amazing things, who are holding one another accountable and who are starting to live more joyful and balanced lives. And that's just, that's just within 12 weeks, just within 12 weeks. All right. So if that's something that you would like to be a part of, it is my gift to you. I would love for you to join us. I would love to give you a virtual hug. Just email me at coachq at ladiesafterwisdom.com. And say, I'm all in Coach Q. Sign me up for the workshop. All right. So thank you so much for listening. You all, I love you so much. Get out there and live a joyful life. You deserve it.